after a process or a period of resting is the absolute or as emptiness. There can be a sense of, okay, so this is done. Um, and it's not done. It's not done. It's never done. You know, we come back to this appearance of subject-object, coming back into the fullness of life and this explosion of grace and, and just exploring, exploring these different modes, the kind of self-confirming mode and the self-revealing mode and learning just through seeing and just through experiencing the dance, the, the inextricably linked dance of these two modes of engagement that reality seems to to dance in. And, and even we don't even need to fear that we're going to get too caught up in life, let's say, because there's a natural principle. As we start to see the fullness of this, there's a natural principle of reality recognizing itself, recognizing and patterning revealing to itself again, coming back into itself again, seeing itself again. It's about learning to recognize how to dance, how to do the dance. And that, again, that's not about learning a system. That's, a, that's naturally what's happening. That's naturally just what's going on all the time. This is going nowhere but it's bursting with life. And it, the evolution is the kind of dance of these two modes, but they're, they're both happening here now. And, and this is where the, the kind of the meaning of life comes back in and the fullness of life comes back in. And we can enjoy the patterns. We can enjoy the mind. When we're sitting from a place of, okay, so it's recognized that there isn't and never has been a fixed someone that needs to try to survive. Instead, we move from survival and dance with these patterns and, and play with these patterns and, and explore the, the kind of the infinite appearances. And um, what's here? What's here to be explored? What's here to be integrated or noticed what is already integrated that we don't think is? So it's just, it, it just becomes this exploration that naturally seems to sort out a lot of the, the kind of the patterning. You're listening to the Non-Duality Podcast. This is Nick Hyam from thewholenessofexperience.com. Joining me for this episode is non-dual therapist and mentor Amy Ward. The Greek fabulist Aesop said, appearances are often deceiving. And that's kind of in line with the Vedantic teaching that the veiling power of form is illusory. It veils reality. So appearances are therefore seen to conceal reality. And in this tradition, the Sanskrit word maya is used to refer to the illusory appearance of manifestation. It covers the actual, cloaks the unmanifest in erroneous ideas. Ignorance has two qualities, veiling and projection. The veiling or concealing quality creates the notion of a limited self and the projecting quality creates the notion of an external world. I'm an ego, I'm an individual and I'm navigating this world of objects and other subjects. The display of manifestation seems to be independent and separate from reality and so in that tradition the focus is on getting really clear about what is it that we are, what is it that reality is. There's that razor-sharp 
no compromising, stripping back of all of the appearances to get to the heart of what really is. But there is one reality. Therefore, everything must be that. It can't be other. Can't have any other origin apart from that one, other than that one. So reality is self-revealing in that sense. It's self-knowing, self-exploring. The root of the word Brahman can be translated as to grow, to burst forth. Another definition is one who is all-pervading. It's like what the Gospel of Thomas says, the kingdom of heaven is spread upon the earth, but men do not see it. So what you're experiencing right now is the creative power of truth. This is nothing but truth. This is a creative depiction of that truth. Yes, I was listening to you. A quote came to mind by Clarissa Pankilla Estes. And she says, brave is to jump in, but bold is to jump in led by angels. And I really got a sense of, you know, this kind of coming back into the world again. I used to believe that I was getting really caught in these like kind of bursts of thought storms where, you know, it was just this commentary, this, this describing of what was happening all of the time. And and I would see this as really problematic. And and yeah, that w- it would get caught up. It would get caught up in a me, the identity kind of thing. I need to do something with this. But as that starts to, to open, that becomes a really beautiful, enjoyable experience to be with this complexity and to explore life in this way. I mean, look at the natural world. I mean, it's absolutely vibing with complexity and with patterns and with all of these beautiful appearances. Even when we're speaking, it's reality speaking. Even when we're expressing in concepts, it's reality speaking. It's reality that's expressing itself and exploring itself and confirming itself through these concepts. And when they're heard in the moment, is reality listening. So it's constantly doing that dance. Maybe we're struggling a little bit with a, let's say, a contraction or a difficult kind of looping or we're spinning out on something within ourselves and, you know, it might have been going on for quite a while. Taking this to the moment, not in a way that says I need to fix this or I need to get rid of this in any way, but being with it fully whilst engaging with reality, we start to see the kind of the ways in which the fabric speaks to the experience of separation or speaks to the experience of that tight self-confirming mode and opens it up, diving into our own kind of conceptualizations and keeping doing that. That's just a constant that's just a constant dance. You know, we don't need to get rid of it all before we can engage with this and and, and live this life. Because that can be the assumption. I need to get rid of my patterns and then I'll be there. But there's something about, well, one, you can't not be what you are. And two, those patterns are literally reality, patterning, no different than the patterning of rock, the patterning of bark, 
the patterning of a leaf. We don't tend to look out into nature and say something is out of place or blocking nature. We say that is nature, right? We say that out there, that's all nature. And yet we look at ourselves and we say, well, this bit shouldn't be here. This bit means I'm not there yet. Yeah, we can get caught and I'm only awake if I'm having this big experience, this big transcendental experience, for instance, or everything's disappeared and these kind of experiences. But this coming coming back into life in this way, it's around recognising it's all this. It's all total transcendence, just looking exactly as it is. So it's really ordinary in this way. It's all really ordinary. It's not about, and we can, and, and I think we can, we can get really good and really skilled at finding these big experiences, you know, and transcending. You know, I, I've transcended this situation. And we, we immediately were coming back into duality there when we're doing that, you know, all of these kind of subtle ways of, of negating experience. When we're doing that, we're really kind of missing this, what we might call the normal, but with this new, constantly renewed seeing of the moment. So for instance, my experience these days is it's around noticing recognizing, picking up on the subtleties of interpretation. So there might be times where there's confusion, for instance, or a sense of conflict and viewpoints and things like that. They're not to be gotten, gotten rid of, but are indicators to go, oh, okay, there's something to see here. And there's a pattern here that's like, that's a portal. It's a, it's a portal to the self-revealing mode. So that's just, that's really cool. Like, like that's so engaged to, to explore in that way. So it's not about getting upset by going, oh, you know, I've been off on one and I've been <laughs> in the world of concepts. It starts to get kind of really lighthearted in a way of like, oh, wow, okay, that was that again. That's so much fun. Like, yeah. that's so much fun. I was off down this road of, I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then boom, back to this kind of this this revealing mode. And and that's fine. That's not about like there's not a sense of, oh, I need that to change or I need that to settle down. This is just what's happening all the time. And and then there's the engaging in in this way where we come back to this appearance of subject object. And it's about relating as well. So it's looking at, okay, so what are the patterns that are going on here in in relating? But when we're being with other people, for instance, and we're feeling into when we're going into an interpretive mode, and um, what's here? What's here to be explored? What's here to be integrated or noticed? What is already integrated that we don't think is? So it's just it, it just becomes this exploration that naturally seems to sort out a lot of the the kind of the patterning. Let's take um, difficulties in, in relation to trauma, mental health difficulties, experiences of depression, for instance. Through recognising this kind of switchboard type way that reality seems to be engaging with itself, 
we can, instead of adding more new beliefs or new concepts in order to feel better, for instance, instead we can kind of follow a kind of backward flow in in our experience and recognize like there's a really, really, really deep intelligence to everything that is happening simply because that's the nature of reality. So this is a really deeply intelligent engagement with itself. And that is never not the case. That's never not the case. So if we're experiencing difficulties in relation to depression or acute anxiety or, you know, these really heavy experiences, we can be told, especially once we start exploring, you know, non-duality, true nature, we can be told we need to get rid of these experiences or we need to process all of this in order to be able to see true nature or glimpse at, at true nature. And and that's just not true. That's just not true. It's about this. It is as it is. And there is, through engaging from this recognizing, moving into this self-revealing mode, we can start to like really be with be with our experience in a way that isn't negating things, isn't looking to camp out, let's say, in other experiences that are less engaged in life, but rather really deeply be with the natural movement of reality engaging with itself within our within our system and really allowing that to be and really exploring that. And nature's nature's a beautiful way to explore it because those experiences, for instance, of feeling really heavy and really dense or really empty. If we go to look at the soil, for instance, and what's happening in the soil of life, of experience, and and you know, and within the natural world, there's so much going on there. There's so much happening. It's totally engaged. It's always totally engaged, and we can get really, really curious about that. And that might mean really exploring this individual experience. This this experience of being a human and an idea, a concept about a separate soul, for instance. But that doesn't mean that this isn't this. It doesn't mean that it's not true nature engaged. It's always this. It's always this that's happening. So there's not a there's not an ideal for what awake and aware looks like. It just it is all this is always awake and aware. It's always awake and aware. Yeah. And maybe there's something about being clear enough, just being clear enough to recognise that. And of course, when you recognise that, then you recognise that there's only clarity, but you can experientially align with, with that existing clarity, that existing awakefulness, that existing awareness. Once you see that there's nothing obscuring truth, life, then it's almost like Everything is given permission to show up just as it does. And when it can show up that way, there's no problem. And like you said, then everything does find a place of integration. It can feel like things settling, things being included, things being integrated, things being released. But really what you're releasing is just a bunch of stories. The Sargadatta. 
says it does not matter much what happens, for ultimately the return to balance and harmony is inevitable. The heart of things is at peace. And we could take that we could take that in a kind of linear way, but it's not really I, I, but the sense I that I get from it is he's not really it's not pointing to some kind of it doesn't matter what's happening now because there'll be peace later. It's not it's it's not about that. It's it's literally at the heart of all of our experience, all of our patterns, even when it feels really tumultuous on the surface of, of life, of, of reality, that is inherently peaceful, that is inherently harmonious. And the more that we can come to the, the kind of, just keep coming back to this presence itself before we qualify it, in so doing, we're we're in that space of clarity with the experiences that we're that we're having. We'll really gently just start to see this. Like that's the kind of the revealing mode coming into action, or being seen to already be in action all of the time. So this kind of the the, the harmony and the peace that's at the heart of things, it's right in the heart of all experience. You know, it's like. We talk about depth and we talk about depth of experiencing and we find the the peace and the depth, the silence and the depth. But that's just language. That's just how we describe it in language. The depth is actually, you know, it's right here. It's right here. That's wide open. Like that's just so wide open. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter. In this sense, it doesn't matter. Is you are you are always included in any experience that you're having. Your experience is always included as this depth. You don't. We don't need to go and find it somewhere else or have some sort of really deep experience in order to recognize that in the heart of uh, in the heart of struggle, the pieces the pieces right here. The, the harmony is right here. And that's really beautiful. It was such a revelation for me. There we go, revealing. It was such a revelation when I started to see clearly that this depth is is right here. I was looking for it somewhere else. And that's that self-confirming mode again. I kept looking for this depth. I kept looking for this silence and I couldn't find it. And I was like, oh, it's right here, right in the heart of everything. Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. Yeah, because from the perspective of mind, which perceives duality, it's like either or. For there to be stillness, then movement has to stop. For there to be silence, sound has to stop. And reality just isn't like that. It's never either or. It's always both and, yet beyond both and, beyond any duality, beyond any polarised pair, or you could say complementary pair, of opposites nothing has to stop and this kind of mantra we have i'm only awake if i'm only there if i'm only aware if can seem to veil that truth that there's only awakeness there's only awareness yet the fact that you're able to tell yourself that story is actually testament to the fact that you are awake you're awake and therefore you can 
tell yourself stories. You're aware and therefore you can have those thoughts and be aware of those thoughts. Like awakeness, awareness is, is, is here no matter what. At the heart of struggle or at the heart of anything, that's where the peace is. At the heart of sound, that's where the silence is. And it's not about like getting to only the peace, only getting to the silence or whatever. Because it's all that what this is can express itself any way. So in the end, we're just left with not knowing. But that not knowing is a kind of deep knowing. It's not necessarily the absence of knowledge. It's not a lack of knowledge or the negation of knowledge. It's more like the infinite container for knowledge, for perception, for experience. We're not looking to fight anything or get rid of anything, remove anything, resolve anything. We're just seeing what all of that is, like what's the nature of all of that. We only find revelation, right? We only find the revealing of reality. Yeah, so it's like, um, I mean, that not knowing, falling into the depth of that not knowing, but it also includes all knowledge. It's like, you know, there's no way, but it's also always. It's always. And and yet this kind of self-confirming mode can it can take revelation for instance it can take a, a kind of a revealing uh, you know an aha kind of moment and very quickly can t- create a pattern a new pattern that says right this is the way and that's a great indicator that's a great indicator that you're kind of maybe back in that mode or reality is focusing on that mode where you know you're like oh okay so this is the way this is this is how it's supposed to be or this is how we do it because something's trying to do something or trying to get somewhere then experiencing this this whole blossoming is to you know just keep recognizing there really is not a way that life is doing anything it's not it's 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 infinite ways it's it's infinite ways it's not about you know life needs to look like this now both from the perspective of if you've been on the kind of non-dual path or if, you know, just looking at our kind of consensus reality and, and feeling like there needs to be a way that life is supposed to look in order to be successful or in order to be healthy or in order to be whole. <laughs> it's a great way to to look at the kind of patterning, I suppose, within ourselves as well as if we're if we're starting to feel caught in, oh, this is the way that this is supposed to look, or I am this definition, and but I'm feeling a tightness and a kind of suffering with this, then that's, first of all, totally part of this experience. And there's an opportunity in every moment to recognize that and not to fix it or change it or add a new system or add a new pattern or trying to find a way but rather to go, okay, so what's this, what does this feel like? Like what's, what does this, what's the sense of this right now? What's the, does it feel tight? Does it feel, do I feel confusion? Am I feeling disappointment or any of these things? And these are all, again, nothing wrong with it, but this is about this human experience. And and when these indicators come up in our experience, we can go, right, so it's not about fixing it, but instead it's about saying, okay, so it's time to be curious right now. It's to op- open the mind to curiosity. 
and just and look and allow. And as we open the mind to curiosity, we are we're immediately inviting and recognizing the clarity that's here. And we can just keep dancing like that. We just keep dancing like that all of the time, you know. Yeah, because the opposite of curiosity is just believing we have it all worked out. So finding that childlike openness, like what actually is this? Anything is a portal. Anything is an opportunity. We're delving into it wholeheartedly, exploring and experiencing the, the vitality, the aliveness of what is. That blossoming, the open-ended blossoming that never resolves, never concludes, never becomes something. Yeah, reality has, it's so open and so friendly and so available with itself and exploring. It's ready and waiting for you to to look as well. You know, we find security in our patterns. We're trying to create ground in the groundlessness, but through a misunderstanding or or maybe not recognising that this groundlessness is it's rock solid reality. It is the most safe. <laughs> it's not in time itself, but this apparently takes time for the for the patterning and the the, the sense of needing to find safety. In particular, if we've if we've experienced traumatic experiences or difficulties in relationships as well. This can take apparent time and that's that's okay. But if there can be just this focus of, okay, so I, I know that I'm looking for, I know that I'm looking for safety and kind of trusting, okay, well, this this moment doesn't go anywhere. Presence doesn't go anywhere. But when when things happened, they happened here. <laughs> so for the mind, there's a, there's a sense of, oh, yeah, can't be here. Need to create a new ground. Need to create a, a, a pattern to, to rest in. And so it's, you know, compassion is massive. Maybe some of that can be missing on the, going back to the kind of the neti-neti process as well. Because when a mind, when a mind hears these stories, let's say, of none of this is real, you're not here, nobody's here, all of this stuff. Well, that's actually, uh, that feels a bit scary, you know? Experience is real. Experience is rock solid real. It's the interpretation of it that's that we talk about in this exploration. But your experience is always real and your experience is always here. And you always know your experience. And so there's the safety. There's the safety. And then to know your experience, but not feel like you have to know what it is or feeling like you need to define it in order to create ground and to create, to be in a pattern. There's your freedom. So this is freedom in the most vast space of safety. But we need to support ourselves to to be with that. And if we're being with others and speaking with others, about this as well it's just it's just keep keeping these kind of things in mind do you want to say a few words about your work your offering and where people can find you yeah so i work with people who are exploring maybe kind of more simply in self-inquiry and also with those that are experiencing what we might name spiritual emergency and also just 
people that are struggling, people that are, you know, struggling maybe with mental health difficulties. And I've also started to do some one-to-one retreats around healing from healing. So that's about, these are about the kind of the coming back into the world or supporting with the the kind of the non-dual recognition for those of us who have been long on the path and are ready to just be and stop trying to fix ourselves and change ourselves and instead switch into this mode of living and experiencing without trying to arrive anywhere. My website address is www.thegreenlighttolive.com.